So we're here Liggety Live on the podcast and the YouTube uh, video here. And it's been a wild, wild time, wild ride. Um, You know, uh, so I want to start out talking something different. Talk a little WWE wrestling for a, a moment or three. You got this uh, female wrestler named Nia Jax. And, well, among the things we're going to talk about uh, today, uh, there will be a couple videos and couple podcasts, but um, one is Nia Jax and wrestling moves that are banned by WWE. Uh, also, uh, killings in Chicago. Uh, the three officers, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, or the four officers now, all four officers in the George Floyd case have been charged. And we'll get to those charges later. Um, so, after correct a note here, um, for those of you to follow wrestling or don't, or think it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, you're we don't like wrestling. You're a jerk. Anyway, so uh, you got this big old gal, Nia Jax, who's um, wow. Um, she she's gone through a lot. Um, you know, people for quite a while body shamed her and it was even worked into part of her gimmick, her character. And, um, it was actually, um, this young lady from Ohio, Alexa Bliss, uh, that's not her real name, of course, but it's actually close. Um, she was, uh, you know, fat-shaming Naya quite a bit. And, you know, uh, Naya has put out some videos now on her Instagram and YouTube, or or I don't know if she's on YouTube, Instagram and Twitter uh, of her in, you know, two-piece, they're really big two-piece bathing suits, but uh, two-piece bathing suits and, you know, dancing with a uh, healthier, skinnier friend of hers. And let me tell you, I'm struggling with uh, obesity and diabetes and uh, things right now. And, you know, I'm trying to reverse the bad health decisions I've made. And I've made some progress. I've lost 28 pounds, but, you know, I still have like 200 to go. Um, So we really should not be glorifying bad body image, bad health, okay? But the bigger thing about Naya is um, some of these women that she's wrestling, uh, she outweighs them by so much. And just by sheer force, she's injuring other people. Uh, She was a plus-sized model 
before she was in World okay. Wrestling Entertainment, okay? So, uh, she was not someone that came up and has, you know, like many years of experience. She was trained by the World Wrestling, World Wrestling Entertainment uh, for two years. And then she became um, part of the regular roster of women. Uh, and um, the people that she's hurt are usually a lot smaller than her. A couple weeks ago, she gave someone a concussion. This last week, she threw a wrestler into the steel stairs, the steel steps, which aren't really steel. Uh, but nonetheless, she split Kyrie Sane's eye open uh, doing that. And it was also Kyrie Sane who she injured with a move called the Buckle Bomb, where you pick your opponent up so that they're facing you. So basically, your face is in their stomach and their back is to the turnbuckle. And then you throw them at the turnbuckle. Well, Nia went for like a second. Instead of throwing Kyrie at the top turnbuckle, uh, Kyrie was. She was supposed to aim, which you can't really aim. The person taking the move can't see where they're going. And the person giving the move can't see where they're throwing the other person. So it's dangerous. And uh, it's actually the move that ended Sting's career. Um, so this Naya, she buckle-bombed Kyrie Sane into the bottom turnbuckle when it was supposed to be the middle turnbuckle, and that caused Kyrie a concussion. Now, we come a week later, and she's supposed to do a move where she throws Kyrie Sane into the steel stairs. Oh, the dreaded steel stairs that aren't really steel. And Kyrie ends up getting a massive cut over her eye. Uh, and it has to be, you know, stitched up and whatever. Uh, so a lot of people are upset with Nia Jax right now because she's a dangerous wrestler. You know, it, it's not... Hey. Wrestling's not hopscotch, but it's also not a, a thing where people are supposed to get hurt either. You know, it, it's supposed to be like a dance and a story that the wrestlers in the ring are telling you. Um, so, people that weren't brought up on the, what's called independent wrestling scene, and weren't trained at good, old-fashioned wrestling gyms, and those are, I mean, Independent wrestling is thriving. Companies like Ring of Honor, CZW. Uh, my friend has one in Akron called Rubber City Wrestling. Um, you know, all of these are, are thriving uh, right now because, you know, they have wrestling. and But at the same time, uh, the wrestling business overall as far as WWE is concerned, is hurting. And a lot of it's because 
uh, the people in the ring don't know how to wrestle. They want to do flashy high spots and things of that nature. But um, <clears throat> this brought me to something, and there are a lot of different things that WWE has gone away from. One, you hardly see blood anymore. In the, early, in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, I was scratching my nose, not picking. Um, WWE would have some bloody, bloody matches. And, you know, every once in a while in wrestling, you would see a grudge match that would turn into what's called a bloodbath. And uh, anyhow, so... But that's been outlawed now. The guys used to, you know, nick themselves with a razor blade. And then, you know, the other guy would hit them and the cut would get worse. And, of course, if you're sweating, the sweat runs down and it looks like you're pouring blood. Um, I've known wrestlers have actually poured blood to the point they had to take a couple of days off so their body could make new blood. Um, but other things that have been outlawed in wrestling... Uh, this buckle bomb is now outlawed. Chair shots to the head, particularly unprotected head, chair shots to the head, are outlawed. Um, in part due to the Chris Benoit tragedy. Uh, they blamed a lot of the, the chair shots he took to the head during the 90s and it coming up in wrestling where basically, you know, your your opponent would just take, you know, a, a folding chair, which is made out of steel, not heavy-duty steel most of the time, but and they would just wail each other on the head, and it was like a sign of honor back then because they didn't know any better um, how many chair shots you could take. Um, so that's been banned. The, um, what's called the curb stomp. I don't know if, how many of you seen the movie American History X, but there's a famous scene in there where, uh, you know, a guy's face is put to the curb and then another dude kicks him in the back of the head. Well, there was a wrestler that was starting to use this where his opponent would be down on, you know, his hands and knees, and this guy would, you know, come up and put his foot to the back of the other wrestler's head and stomp it into the mat. And Vince McMahon outlawed that because he was afraid that kids would see it. WWE is still a, a kid-oriented show. Um, and anyways, he thought kids would see this and that... They would, you know, try to imitate it on like a school playground and, you know, kill each other. So that's outlawed. The pile driver, a move that's been a staple in wrestling for 50 years probably, has been outlawed. And this is, um, kind of goes back to the Stone Cold Owen Hart incident where, uh, Stone Cold thought Owen was going to drop to his knees and Owen said, I'm going to fall on my ass. Because there are a couple ways to deliver the pile driver. 
but uh, Owen really drove Steve's head into the wrestling ring and broke his neck. And you can kill somebody with a pile driver if you do it, depending on how you look at it, right or if you do it right or if you do it wrong, depending if you want to kill the person or not. But, you know, the wrestler can either hold his opponent up and drop to his knees, which is the safest way to do a pile driver, um, or you can get your opponent's head snugly between your thighs and fall to your butt, and the other guy's head never touches the ground. It's never in any danger. Uh, but the pile driver, because wrestlers don't know how to work anymore, uh, has been outlawed. Uh, a guy named Randy Orton back in 2005 started using a move called the punt where he would uh, get his opponent in a prone position uh, either on the ropes or uh, down on all fours in some way and just straight kick the dude in the face. That has been outlawed. Um, something called the muscle buster, which I saw Samoa Joe do dozens of times, not hundreds, uh, where you pick your opponent up in a suplex position and you grab one leg, so it's kind of like a perfect plex for those of you who remember Kurt Henning, uh, but instead of falling backwards, you fall straight down. It looks uh, deadly. And for um, TJ Hart, uh, it almost was. It, it broke his neck. And I don't know who was at fault. I'm going to say TJ because I've seen Samoa Joe do that move so many times. Um, it's crazy. But there are uh, a few moves now that WWE says, now you just can't do this anymore. Uh, and it's, in the, it's there to protect the wrestlers uh, from themselves because everything is... You know, dangerous spot after dangerous spot to entertain the fans. You don't hardly ever see an arm bar or a sleeper hold. Uh, if, you know, a guy puts another guy in a headlock, it's like the internet explodes. And, oh my God, they used the reverse chin lock and it was horrible and they so boring and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like the fans are not out for blood as much as they're out for danger and excitement. Well, there's only so so far you can go with that before it's too dangerous. So WWE has clamped down on some things. Uh, with that, I'm going to end this segment and move on to something else real quick. So let's go into segment number two of the, the podcast and continuation of the YouTube video. Um, I'm flying by the seat of my pants on these, um, just because I have the information already in my head and I wanted to do some different things today. Um, Chicago IL used to be one of my dream cities to visit and it's gone so far downhill um, they recently had their deadliest weekend of 2020. Now, I'm sure that the 
uh, riots that have been erupting around the United States did nothing to help this, but they had 85 people shot over Labor Day week or Memorial Day weekend, pardon me, uh, and 24 fatal, 24 fatalities out of the 85 shot. Their deadliest weekend of 2020. And like I said, uh, you know, the rioting that's broken out over uh, the George Floyd incident, um, George Floyd murder, pardon me, um, has added to this. But it's also a, a thing in Chicago where this is like daily and weekly and, you know, every weekend, you know, this is the third time or fourth time or something this year that I've heard this is Chicago's deadliest weekend of the year, and it keeps escalating. Well, obviously, you know, um, so about every month there's a new deadliest weekend of 2020. Uh, and so, um, I mean, what the hell is going on in Chicago? It, just, it seems like... You know, I watch things on TV. I'm not there. I wouldn't want to be there. And um, the I see the, the mayor getting so pissed off and cracking down on people with um, this coronavirus lockdown. And it was like, man, what, uh, yeah, I'm picking my teeth on YouTube. Um, I had a piece of steak stuck in my tooth. Don't judge me. Um, you know, this mayor is more worried about closing churches to stop the phony spread of coronavirus uh, COVID-19 or the virus, whatever we're supposed to call it, it, then she is about the young people that are being murdered. You know, some of these people are just caught in the crossfire. Some of these people are uh, very uneducated, uninformed in how life works. They think there is no alternative life to, you know, the killing and, and things that they see in their neighborhoods every week is what I mean by that. And uh, so it's a travesty. Uh, it's an injustice to the community. And it's like, you know, what is this, this mayor of Chicago doing? You know, why isn't she turning the police loose? Uh, you know, it's almost like she's so anti-police that she doesn't want to use them for anything other than her own political gains, which is apparently uh, fighting the virus and nothing else. So I don't understand this, this, this way of thought, this method of thinking. Uh, what is she thinking? You know, what, are, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> There's not, it's only one way I can put it. What the hell are you thinking? That, you know, you send the police out to block church parking lots 
and issue citations to people going to church, but 85 people get shot and you're not locking down the city for that. I mean, they may have put a curfew in because of the increased rioting, like a lot of major cities did. But in Chicago, this is every this is every week. There should be a curfew in Chicago all the time until this stops. These are human beings. These are mothers, daughters, sons, fathers. Some of these, sometimes it's toddlers. You know, people, in, kids in elementary school get shot because a bullet flies through the window of their house. And they, they're doing nothing. I can't say they're doing nothing. I'm sure they're doing something. But it needs to be ramped up. I mean, this is one of America's great cities. I mean, you know, the Chicago Bears, the Cubs, the White Sox, the Bulls, the history of Chicago, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, uh, the Chicago Stockyards, the, uh, you know, one of the great, you know, historic places in America. With, with just, you know, uh, the Sears Tower, one of the, at one time one of the tallest buildings in the world in Chicago, uh, you know, an economic empire. And you've got 85 people shot in two days and 24 of them killed. And all I hear... From this mayor is coronavirus lockdown. Donald Trump, stay out of my town. You can't go to church because I said so. What? What? What are you talking about? Oy vey. Um, I mean, that's just terrible. Sad, man. So sad. I mean, what? Why would you want to go to Chicago right now if you were... I mean, I like to travel and see, you know, the big cities of America and, you know, just different things. Because I live in a rural area and, like, you know, Pittsburgh's a major city. But, I mean, it's nothing compared to, like, New York and Chicago. And, man, I've always dreamed of going to these places. I mean, I wouldn't set foot in Chicago right now for fear of my life. I wouldn't set foot in San Francisco for fear of setting my foot in poop. That's another story. So, uh, man, what 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 y'all doing? What's the talking to the government out in Chicago? What are you people doing to save the lives of your citizens, man? You know, unbelievable. Um. So, uh, that's gonna wrap this up. Uh, remember to pray for each other. Pray for our leaders. Um. And let's hope that uh, all goes well and things get better. We'll talk to you later. God bless you.